all the good things. We got all the good things. You don't have to be perfect or fearless or an expert. There were kind people in the midst of her crazy journey home and she eventually made it home. And I also love the simplicity of this because as all of us are moving away from the busyness that typically fills our lives, um, it's remembering and honoring and coming back to the simple things, like just getting up and doing a little dance around your apartment. It only takes one, yo. It only takes one. Everyone in the heart of Madrid just decided to step out on their balcony and, and give a round of applause to the doctors and nurses and, and everyone who is on the front lines of coronavirus. Hello, 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 everybody. Welcome back. The next Ooh. episode of Ooh, great intro. All Kristen. the good things. All the good things. We have remix. Yeah, I know. <laughs> remix. <laughs> that hey, that would be fun. That would be a good I quarantine know. project. We should y'all, yeah. we should write a rap <laughs> with with the the remix of all the good things. I'm super into this idea. I love I love writing parodies to things. I'm so into that, yeah. Sweet. Do y'all want to hear a parody that I wrote last week? Okay, go for it's it. It's not the one you're thinking of. Okay, so I saw this, <laughs> I saw this, uh, this meme, and someone had said plans for the weekend, and then they did the to the windows, to the walls, <laughs> to the walls, and so that inspired me to keep writing lyrics, and so it goes to the windows, to the walls, back and forth on Facetime calls. And then to my bed I crawl. Ah, oh, sleep, 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 sleep. Ah, oh, sleep, sleep, oh, goddamn. Sleep, 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 sleep. <laughs> That's it. I stopped there. I love it. Yeah. No, we got to keep going with that one. Yeah. Um, anyway, let's talk about the good things that are happening in our lives, <laughs> Melissa. Yeah. Um, this week I have been paying attention to all the arts and crafts that I have been neglecting for years. <laughs> and one has been... Essential oils. I've always wanted to make some, and I have officially made some. I made an immunity blend, a stress relief blend, a nourishment blend, and my hopes are to give it to everyone, like all the instructors, when I get to see them in person again. I feel like that is potentially the most uh, appropriate arts and crafts project for what we're doing right now. That that is awesome. <laughs> Thanks, thanks. I've got some for you guys too. Don't you worry. Aww. I may even throw in a little spritzy spray. <laughs> Ooh, fancy. Spray versions. Fancy. <laughs> Esme, what's happening? Good. Pirouettes are definitely one of my good things. They're the best cookies ever because you eat one and you don't feel like too like it's not too sweet because it's hazelnut and then it's like a fluffy, not fluffy, a crispy thin wafer cracker. Oh, they're like the wafer okay. thin sticks. Like they look like straws. Oh, I love those. I love those. They're so good. My other good thing is that I finally decided to get some patio furniture. And I'm super stoked about it because ever since I assembled it and put it out there, I've been sitting outside reading books and it just creates a whole extra room and space in our apartment that we can be separated from and, and get some fresh air. So it's been really awesome because we don't all have to congregate in either our bedrooms or the living room. Like someone could be in the living room, someone could be outside at the same time. So provide some extra separation. 
and I honestly like it's so nice to read a book in the in the fresh air and just like sit outside and still be in the comfort of my own home so it was a great purchase um I found a nice set for a really affordable price on Amazon and like uh, I've been using it every day. It's it's the best. Yes, great, good thing. Yep, you gotta get that vitamin D, y'all. It's crucial right now. It's super important for immunity, your immune system. Uh, my good thing is I got to take a ballet class, a virtual ballet class over the weekend, which I haven't done in at least over a year. Uh, it felt super, super good to work my feet and to be mindful in a way that my body hasn't moved. Um, so it was like, it was like a good mesh of yoga and ballet because the bar was super slow and most of it's from a turned out position. And when, and you're in yoga, most everything's in a turned in position. Um, and it really made me realize how much more I need to do that. Like I, I was like, Whoa, when I did some forward folds turned out and yeah, I'm going to start adding that into my weekly routine. Ballet class. Send me the link. Mm. I want a ballet. I want okay. a pirouette. Yeah, definitely did. So we did a Daggio and we did like Ooh. a little, we did a center routine. Yeah, it was super fun. A Daggio is always my favorite. Uh, I feel like center combinations were my favorite because I like, uh, I like to frolic. So like, <laughs> well, I'm thinking of like a Daggio in the center, but yeah. Oh no, I mean, yeah, yeah we did a Daggio in the center, Love it. but I mean, I like the quicker after you do a dodgy, sounds like you're speaking another language right now. It's French. We are. It's yeah. French. <laughs> you're not wrong, Melissa. <laughs> All right. Should we talk about our good stories? Let's do it. Yes. Who wants to go first? I'll go first. Woohoo, Melissa! Kick us off. Sweet. I'm actually so excited about this story. So Buzz. I'm buzzing. Um, you're this buzzing. Story, <laughs> I'm buzzing. Buzz. <laughs> Back to Bees, episode 12. <laughs> episode 11. <laughs> Anywho, this story is about The Shoe That Grows, which is a super inspiring organization founded and created by Kenton Lee. You might have heard of this if you watched his TED Talk or CBS News. <laughs> it was a while ago, so I'm bringing it back on your radar. <laughs> formed this idea when he was abroad helping volunteering at an orphanage in Kenya and he noticed a reoccurring theme that so many of the kids did not have shoes or they were wearing shoes that they had even cut off the top part where their toes are so that their toes could hang out because they were growing and he said it was really sad to see because so many kids did not have shoes and They would get infections from the soil on their feet, which would prohibit them from getting to play or go to school. And it was something that he was like, I need to figure out a way to help these kids. I want to bring a cause that we can actually give them shoes. Like, come on. So he came back to the States and formed this shoe that grows. It's made out of leather and it can expand up to five sizes. Whoa. So it grows with the child. Yes. What? And he came up with this idea and was trying to reach out to a bunch of shoe companies because he had no capital himself. He's from humble beginnings, but he had an idea. And he kept going to these shoe companies, all of them turning him down. And finally, 
It only takes one, yo. It only takes one. He found someone. I don't have his name um, off by heart, but he found someone who used to work for Nike in shoe designing. And this person was completely supportive of his idea, helped him with the designing process with what they could use, what materials, what technologies. And they were able to make the shoe come to life. No way. That's yes. super, super cool. Five sizes? That's Five crazy. Sizes. And now his shoes are all over the world. He took them, of course, back to Kenya where he first noticed this. Um, but even people in the U.S. have been requesting shoes like this. Um, and so far, they've got 8,000 pairs of these shoes on kids all over the world. Wow. And they are still raising money to support this to go even further. So many people are on board and want to help at this point. And on top of that, Kenton Lee is also just very inspiring and motivating as the person he is because of his humble beginnings and because he himself shares that mindset that a lot of us have when we come up with an idea that, oh, I don't have the resources. I'm not good enough for this. I'm not smart enough. I don't have a PhD or a doctorate. And in his TED talk, if you watch it, it's really inspiring. He says that we don't have to be perfect or fearless or an expert. We are all capable of doing what we can to help each other. And it only takes the idea of practical compassion, which is his idea of just doing what you can, as small or as simple as it may be. And I thought that was amazing. Practical I love compassion. it. I love that mm-hmm. phrase. Much yes. vinyasa. Word vinyasa. He, he's so good. He's so right. If you do want to help, you can find Kenton Lee, the Shoe That Grows organization online, and you can donate to support this cause. And let's give kids the gift of shoes, you know? While we're all at home, we're not even wearing our shoes. So maybe donate some of your old pairs if you want. One more statistic that I have with this is that it shows just how much shoes are needed because there is a statistic that says over 300 million children from poor families do not have shoes. What? 300 million? Yes. I mean, this statistic was taken like five years ago. But... Still, that is a lot of people without shoes. That's crazy. Well, I mean, if you think about what the population is of the world, I wonder what the ratio is there. I think it's something like 7.5 billion. Yeah, that's probably right. Wow. Yeah, this is all over the world, the statistic. Yeah. That's crazy. So even though he's given out 8,000 pairs of shoes – there's still a lot more to be done. Yes. So every bit of help or donation really makes a difference. That's awesome. I would love to know. I would love to see a pair and look at the design and just yeah. I've been I've been trying to figure it out how, how they, they work in my brain. Crafted leather shoes that can expand that well. Imagine Crocs, but made out of leather. And then imagine instead of it being like fully covering the toe, it's like those old man sandals. Ah, yeah. Sideways mm-hmm. kind of thing. But that there's a middle piece that so goes long too to the toes. You know what? We'll attach it to our all the good <laughs> things Instagram. Well, it's also a really good thing because it shows like people's innate innovation to take a problem that might not have a straightforward solution, but they have the compassion and the intelligence 
and the drive to make it work and to do trial and error and until it happens. People are awesome and they're smart. Yep. And way to go for following your hunch and your gut and going after it, Kenton Lee. I'm following your hunch. <laughs> He's like a detective. <laughs> cool. Esme, do you want to go next? Yeah, I can totally go. Mine is somewhat COVID-19 related. Actually, it is. Uh, it's a story about my friend Jamie. And she is a very, very special human who I met while I was studying abroad in New Zealand. So she's quickly became a, a really great friend of mine that I had there. She's a very, very loyal friend. And we went on some amazing adventures together. Like we did this fascinating and challenging hike called um, Tongariro Alpine Crossing. It's through the land of Mordor for any of the Lord of the Rings fans out there right cool. around Mount Doom. We also went on in this really cool adventure together where we rappelled into a cave and then did like a glowworm cave tour. Oh, I love caving yeah. and I've so seen cool. those. The yeah. glowworms were like amazing. They're so stunning. So, oh yeah, fun fact, guys. Melissa got engaged <laughs> in New Zealand. Pretty sure well, I was also there. <laughs> Really? But we didn't oh, yeah. see each other at all. Yeah, that's awesome. We were there at the same time. Yeah, just on. So different I was areas. in the same country as Melissa when she got engaged, but not in the same place. <laughs> yes. And Ollie did it at a waterfall. So shout out to Ollie because that's Tanaki high falls. risk of losing a ring. Yeah, and yourself. Yeah, <laughs> and yourself. True. <laughs> so that's just a little background on Jamie and I's friendship. And I just wanted to share that because she has this really cool sense of adventure and, and wanderlust and is a really humble, humble person. And recently she decided to go live in Spain. So she's been living in Madrid for what was planned to be a whole entire year. And she was teaching little kids like ages three to five, the, in, the infantile age English. Aww. <laughs> Aww. Yeah. I love that. So her official title at her school is called Auxiliar de Conversacion, which doesn't have a direct translation, but essentially she was she was teaching these little nuggets, uh, the English language, as as much as a three to five year old can. Wow. But she also sometimes worked with people who were seven to sixteen years old as like tutoring and sometimes worked with kids who were older in like primary school age. I wonder what her oh, lesson yeah. plan looked like. Oh, I know, right? <laughs> Actually, she was telling me this is super cute and you guys would love this. They have a holiday in Spain that's called Carnival. And it's similar to Halloween where people get dressed up and they're like super amped and excited and you get candy. And on that day, all of her kids were just bouncing off the walls with excitement over this holiday. So they all did yoga together. To oh, nice. Oh, well done, yes. Jamie. I know. Awesome. And she was telling me about the like the design of Madrid as a whole because I've never been there. And it's definitely structured with a, a really big center. And then different streets will branch out from that center. And each different street kind of has its own neighborhood and vibe and feeling. And it very much is designed like a sun. Cool. So oh, actually, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a sun design for a city. And the heart of Madrid is called Sol, which is the oh, Spanish word sun. for sun. Mm -hmm. I love And that. she was living right in the center of that at this place called Plaza Mayor, 
which is essentially like the Times Square of Madrid. Very cool. Wow. Mm-hmm. I so, am in awe of that. Oh my gosh. She was right in the middle of the hustle and bustle and the, the vibrancy of this beautiful city. And she loved living there. She'd been there almost like seven seven or eight months, I wanna say, when all of the all of the coronavirus craziness started happening. And in Europe it started happening before it happened in the US. So between Monday, which was like the first day that they got the announcement that schools were gonna close temporarily, and then that Saturday, so less than a week, her life was just flipped upside down. All of her friends got flights home for spring break. That ended up being a permanent spring break. She ended up deciding later that she had to leave Madrid and had to give up her job because they were shutting down the schools and they were shutting down the borders. She said that by the time she actually found a flight home when she was on the streets, no one was out because it was actually like against the law to leave your apartment. So the only thing on the streets were ambulance, police, and hazmat suits. And it just, it looked like doomsday. Oh my gosh. Um, but she, she was able to get one of the like last flights home before they totally shut down travel from Spain. And it was actually during the announcements that they were going to shut down travel, but before the clarification came that it didn't apply to U.S. citizens. So there was like a, a moment of panic where she had where she was like, I might not be able to go home and I might, might be stuck in Madrid. And it, her life was just uprooted in this in this crazy, crazy way. But I wanted to share the story because even in this journey of her going through the experience of coronavirus abroad, there are some really, really sweet, heartwarming moments. Um, one of them, she left her apartment super quickly like she actually still has stuff there that she probably won't get back because she had to leave and pack up with such short notice and she was able to make it to a hotel outside the airport and all of this crazy stuff was happening the streets were already deserted and she gets out of her uber and hears like a thunderous applause and was super confused because she was like there's no sporting events or or gatherings that should be happening right now like where is this noise coming from And she looked up and everyone was just standing on their balcony clapping. And she asked her friend about it. And it was actually citywide clapping to honor and support all of the healthcare workers. Oh, that's so great. I love that idea. So (laughs) everyone just decided, like everyone in the heart of Madrid just decided to step out on their balcony and and give a round of applause to the doctors and nurses and, and everyone who is on the front lines of coronavirus. I love that. It must have been beautiful to see. That's really, that's, oh, I love people. I love people. People are good. Yeah. So her craziness continued. I'm skipping over a lot of details, honestly, because there are so many that I could possibly share. Also, through this whole time, she was sick with pneumonia. So she didn't have a coronavirus, but like she was super sick regardless. She was able to get on the plane, thank goodness. But the airline attendant was being rude to her about her oversized bag and was like, it doesn't fit. She was like, no, it does. You just have to squish it a little bit. And (laughs) (laughs) 
a couple of funny things happened at the end of at the end of those flights. So one of them, because of that whole big situation, she was just kind of like over it and and really frazzled because she had, hadn't slept in a long time and had to basically uproot her whole entire life in Madrid. But someone offered to carry her bags off the plane. That's and nice. And that made her feel super great. She had a good uh, airplane buddy who just asked her if she was okay and then sat and listened to her share all of the, like the trauma she'd been through in the past 24 hours. So shout out to people for being kind and just listening to a stranger talk. Holding space. And uh, <laughs> this I think is so funny. So once they landed from Madrid... Because it was in the midst of COVID and all the all the travel bans and whatever, before they were able to enter the airport, they had to go through a, a health screening process. So once they landed, she was stuck on the plane for about just under two hours, and they would only take people off the plane in groups of 20. And once the group of 20 got off the plane, they would go through this back door in the airport where they were greeted by like four guys in hazmat suits, right? They're kind of basically being treated like they had the plague, which is not far off from what the truth was. And she was expecting all these like medical tests or, or forms or like medical history. And she gets up to the guy in the hazmat suit and he literally just says, hey, how, how have you been feeling today? And she goes, good. He's like, great. You're, you're clear. Go through. <laughs> <laughs> and then they just dumped everyone in the middle of the Miami airport that's um, so interesting with all the other travelers <laughs> yeah so she was just like what the fuck like we were just treated like we had the plague and they did no medical tests and now we're in the airport with everybody else and this was Uh-oh. before America kind of started getting shut down so it was a busy Florida airport with a bunch of people on spring break and she was just like America what are you doing like I literally just came from a country where we're completely shut down where like Spain was one of the highest fatality rates next to Italy and she was just shocked that no one was was listening to the social distancing that was happening and like seeing all these people partying was just absurd to her but on the good side because of the lax health screening she was able to get on her next flight and made it home to her family and her mom and her dad and her two dogs who are these huge golden doodles and she was really smart because she was coming from a country where they had a really high prevalence of COVID-19 once she got home she self-isolated in her basement for 14 days with her doggies her parents brought down like her instruments and exercise equipment and set up a mini kitchen for her one of her dogs named Nala missed her so much that she refused to leave her side even to poop. Aww. So Nala Nala is super, super trained, but ended up pooping in the basement while Jamie was there because she didn't want to leave her alone. Oh, that's so sweet. Her protector. Yeah. So Jamie's home safe and sound. She's done with her 14-day uh, self-isolation and she's back around family and dogs. I bet that feels good to not be by yourself. 14 days is a long time. It's a long not time. Not to be around another yeah. human. Thank goodness she had puppies to keep her company. Yeah. And she she definitely misses Spain a lot. Uh, she really created a, a home for herself there. But the, the good part in that is that she had 
a lot of months to experience that beautiful country. She was able to witness something really beautiful, like everyone coming together to clap and applaud and support the healthcare workers. There were kind people in the midst of her crazy journey home, and she eventually made it home to be with family. Good story. Love it. Shout out to you, Jamie. You are resilient and strong, and I admire you and am inspired by you. How's her pneumonia? It was actually really bad. She coughed so hard that she fractured her rib. Whoa, so what? now she's fine, but uh, her rib is still achy. Yikes. Yeah. I'm glad you're better, Jamie. All right. My turn. Yay. Uh, Go, so mine is, I can't help talking about all of the great stories having to do with people overcoming the uh, challenges of social distancing. So this is another COVID-19 social distancing story. There, woo-hoo. Woo-hoo. there is this family who lives right across the street from each other. The little girl is six and uh, the her mom's parents live right across the street, her, uh, her mom and dad. This little six-year-old and her papa, she calls him papa, have a really close relationship. So the social distancing quarantine has been really hard. Uh, and th- so they made up this thing where every day they go outside and they have a dance-off. So they stand on opposite sides of the street and the little six-year-old will go and uh, her papa, who's 81, will go and dance. And I know it's a way for them to to still stay connected and share in each other's lives uh, while honoring the social distancing six feet. That's so cute. I know. And I also love the simplicity of this because as all of us are moving away from the busyness that typically fills our lives, um, it's remembering and honoring and coming back to the simple things like just getting up and doing a little dance around your apartment. You know, it's, it, it wakes you up. It, uh, it, studies have shown that it is a huge mood elevator. Um, and it's important to, to move our bodies and take a break from the Netflix and chill or the, the Disney plus and Hulu. Or go dance on your roof and maybe you'll meet your future. Yes. Your life. Yes. <laughs> I fully plan on singing karaoke into this microphone for all my neighbors. Do hey. it. <laughs> hey, you guys, I have an idea. Yeah. What if every day we commit to sending each other um, at least a 30-second video of us dancing? Okay. I, love I kind it. of wanted to get a TikTok. Or, t- or we could do a TikTok. Do that, too. Yeah, we I can mean, do that, that's too. That's a great time, right? Yeah, that was a great time. But I, I like the idea of that being something that we can share with each other every day. I love it. That's I'm so totally cute. here for wow, it. Wow, you can really dance. Ooh, <laughs> you can you dance. Can really dance. Uh, so those are all of our good stories. We hope you enjoyed listening. And remember, we want to hear your good stories too. Tell us how you are staying creative and active and happy and connected during this social distancing quarantine. Be sure to like, rate, follow, show us some love, and uh, continue smiling. Be the good part of someone's day. Aw. Happy quarantine. Happy quarantine. <laughs> Peace. All the good things. We got all the good things. 
A story to uplift and moments of bliss To remind us all that life is a gift And because we truly care All the good things we share All the good things